everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode 116. Lots of episodes we've done, mm-hmm. and this is the 116. Wow, it's a, it's a good way to phrase it. Yeah, uh, it's an easy way to catalog our shows. Hmm. <laughs> I'm Chuck. Yeah. I'm Harlow. Harlow. Yeah, uh, we're back. Um, we're a little punchy because we just watched a goofy movie. Uh, 2000's The Crow's Salvation. Yep, we're back on The Crow. Yeah, finally. Yay. Man. This is a weird thing. <laughs> it really is. It's I I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, I have no idea what I'm giving this for a rating. Okay. I am torn. Yeah. I really am. So we're gonna talk through it. Yeah. Yeah. You're torn, like mm-hmm. Natalie and Brulia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so anyway, 2000's The Crow Salvation filmed in Salt Lake City, Utah and released to one theater in Spokane, Washington mm. and then straight to video. Nice. Uh, origi- well, it was for Oscar consideration. Yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. You got to get it in there. Yeah. It's got to have at least a theatrical release. <laughs> right. Actually, they look, is that true anymore? Because Netflix things win Oscars. Do they do that? Do they, they have, still like- plop it in a the theater for oh, they, a okay, day or nice. whatever? Yeah. yeah. Good job. Netflix. Yeah. Um, so this was originally to be uh, directed by Rob Zombie. Uh, okay. He left the film over creative differences. What? I know. <laughs> uh, I feel like some of his bullshit is still around, though. Yeah, he has a song on the soundtrack. No, no, and... I don't mean that. I just mean, like, some of the bullshit that was, like, probably in his notes, they were like, ah, we'll still do that. Yeah, okay. maybe. All right. Um. So, I, admit... I think the cast, I think the cast is what we have to talk about first, right? Yeah, we should we should talk. There are people in this who really have no business being in the third Crow sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess Kirsten Dunst is the first build person in this movie, even though Kirsten, she's not the main Kirsten, character. Kirsten? 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, she, I mean, she's the biggest star in the film, yeah. but she's a supporting character, really. She doesn't have much to do with anything. I mean, she... She's like the Sarah of the movie, basically. Yeah, but I mean, she was not a huge star at this point. She was ah, bring it on had come out. Already. I'm saying, yeah, she was a she was a known quantity of sorts, yeah. but she hadn't like hit mainstream Spider-Man roles and stuff yet. No, but I mean, you know, Interview with the Vampire and yeah, I know, but that's 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 not saying much. I mean, there's there's lots Small of like soldiers. Oh well, of course, Andrew Manji. How dare I forget these things? But Dick. <laughs> okay which, which is a fine film it by is the way. actually a good movie yeah. <laughs> i like dick yeah <laughs> i said that one just for the soundboard that sure, eventually yes. will happen one day yeah. um i like dick yeah good good job yeah oh uh, but no i mean like she wasn't a megastar I, I mean you could easily say she's not a megastar now but i mean never ever was but i mean she she was uh, Virgin she, Suicides dropped a gorgeous. Yes. She was she was she above was, title build in a lot of movies true. before this. So okay, it fine. just seems weird for a third sequel to The Crow. Kirsten Dunst is in it. Yeah. I don't know. But uh like I said, she's not the star of the film. No. Uh Eric Mabius is the star of the film, who sounds like you said should be the name of the character in The Crow. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> the actual Crow guy was like, "Oh no, it's Eric Mabius." Right. Cuz it's sort of like Morpheus and Mobius. The, uh-huh human vampire or whatever i don't know the living vampire. living vampire thank you yes. sorry i'm a comic I, well I, yes <laughs> i know you are now the b-tier marvel characters expert so i i defer to you sir <laughs> uh he plays alex corvus which at first glance i was like this is a sequel to the second crow Mm-mm. but no that was ash corwin sure <laughs> it was... Uh, yeah 
It was. It's another guy. So what's what was Brandon Lee's crow name again? Eric Draven, right? Eric Draven. Eric Draven. Eric, okay. Eric Mavius. Well, I, no, I was just <laughs> saying. Like, I wondered if like, are we doing this AC thing now? Like, mm-hmm. Alex. Yeah. No. I don't know. Just twice in a row, sort of. Yeah. Right? But yeah. So this is this is our third different crow origin story. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not counting the Mark Dacascos TV version because that was another Eric Draven retelling right so uh william atherton of <laughs> ghostbusters fame. i'm sorry i was just curious what the next crow the, the edward furlong crow's name is yeah do you know no <laughs> jimmy cuervo <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way i, I am serious <laughs> uh, is he supposed to be like a girls gone wild asshole stand in i mean I Jimmy Cuervo? <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, oh, I can't wait to get to that. Oh, man. Jimmy I, Cuervo. I was just like, is it another AC? I had to know if it was another AC guy <laughs> no, like, for the third one. No, it's JQ. It's, <laughs> Jesus Cuervo. Christ. No, it is Q. C, C. Jimmy C. Cuervo is with a C. Oh, well, I didn't know if they were really going for it with a like a Klingon spelling. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they were going for it like the tequila. Okay. I didn't know if like a Q and an apostrophe and a K. <laughs> All right. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, William Atherton, Ghostbusters fame, real, mm-hmm. real genius fame. Right. He's in this. Yeah. He's, he's Kirsten Dunst's dad. Die Hard. Don't forget Die Hard. He was in Die Hard also. He was in Die Hard. Also Die Hard 2. He was. He was on a plane <laughs> in Die Hard 2. With, um, with Mrs. John McClane. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah holly her name was holly oh Gennaro. Eh, holly mclean <laughs> by the end sir thank you but by her too i believe she was holly mclean mm. once again okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was her separated name her her right yeah. yeah her this company doesn't believe in married women name right why are we talking about tire because <laughs> it's more fun to talk about <laughs> maybe uh the crow um, salvation yeah, yeah. Um, uh, eric babius yeah yep and uh william yeah. atherton and uh, Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins is in this. Yeah, he, uh, he's well. He's not that deep in the roster. He's he's among the the shit heels who the crow must mow through to get to the actual bad guy. Here's the thing: uh-huh. like er- early in this movie, this movie shows you a four shot of characters, and you're like, oh, those are the four dudes the crow has to kill. It's obvious because I've seen a uh, the crow. <laughs> <laughs> So I've seen other crow. <laughs> I don't know why this movie even attempts to tell a story because, like, as soon as you see four shit heels, one of whom is Walton Goggins, you're like, "Yeah, those are the four dudes the crow is going to have to murder." Also, does the crow have to follow the same fucking plot every time? Like, literally, the same shit happens. Yeah. Like, like, like could some other injustice happen? Right. You know? <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like, couldn't a murder just happen? And it's just, it's just one guy, yeah. and he's got to find that guy. Yeah. Like, it's always four dudes who work for a big bad. Right. And the big bad kind of has some crow knowledge already <laughs> for no reason. Exactly. <laughs> it's this. They must have a blueprint. They yeah. were just like cranking out another one of those. Just go do it. Uh. Whew, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I guess. We can go ahead and spoil who the big bad is. Oh, right. I, I yeah. mean, <laughs> Fred Ward. <laughs> yeah. Remo Williams making yeah, a return. He is. Um, yeah. He's he's the villain, even though he's like the police chief of this whatever the whole city of Metro that we're in. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, no, this movie starts and it's like outside of prison and uh, it's a lot of ah, kill, fry the bad guy, do the thing. And right. 
And Alex, Alex Corvus is on death row, uh-huh. and uh, he's playing chess before death with his lawyer. Um, you know, maybe it's like the six and a half seal. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then I, I, it's like literally his twenty first birthday, like yeah. the day they're going to fry him. Yes, and one of the prison guards brings him like a birthday cake with an arm on it with. I guess it's supposed to have the scars. Over the opening credits, we see like a taxidermy person doing mm-hmm. taxidermy things, and there's a crow, and there's blood pouring out of the crow, and this dude is just je- just shoving things into his arm to give him like these weird greater than signs running up and down his arm. Yeah, and it's just they're just bolts or nails. Well, I mean, or... it, for reals, there that is a thing like subdermal. What the hell they call it? Subdermal. Applique, applique? I don't know. There's like a thing like yeah. where people put little metal things under their skin for yes. 3D tattoo shit. Sure. But not home done. And these things look like nails or yeah. bolts or something. It's like screws. Giant yeah. giant bolt screws of some kind sure. in this dude's arm. And the opening credits lead you to... Because there's a, there's a dead crow there with blood pouring out of it. And mm-hmm. they show you the shot of the crow like 19 times. And the movie kind of... At least my way of thinking anyway was like someone has killed uh, the crow and has taken its blood and is trying to give himself crow powers. Mm-hmm. I figured that's where this was going the whole time. I mean, at least it would be something different. Yes, I, that's just it seemed like that's what was the point of the entire opening credits. It's absolutely not not in any way, shape or form. This dude was just putting shit under his skin to be easily identifiable, even though. It really doesn't come into play at all throughout the entire movie till the very end, which we already know. Yeah. Like the reveal is like, yeah, so what? We already know it's him. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so anyway, Alex Corvus is on death row because he supposedly killed his girlfriend. Um, and he's he's saying the dude with the arm scars did it. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, that's bullshit. No such person exists. You clearly did it. Now we're going to execute you on your 21st birthday. Right. So that's what they do. Yeah. They, they strap him into the electric chair. Uh, put a creepy mask on him and don't shave his head. You know, all the all the movie things that movies get wrong about electric care stuff. Right. Uh, and they kill him. Yeah. I mean, but it should, it should probably be noted, like the flashbacks are like show his girlfriend, who's Jodie Lynn O'Keefe, who was mm-hmm. in like She's All That and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being witnessed by William Atherton and Kirsten Dunst. Yes. Um, because as they're getting out of the car, we find out like this is Jodie Lynn O'Keefe's dad and her, her sister. Yes. Um. Yeah, and so he's accused of killing her. They fry him, and then they're like, like lightning hits the jail, and the it, it's sure. an even more intense electrocution or something. And there's a crow flying around, and mm-hmm. then they're just like, "All right, wheel him into the morgue, put him in the freezer." Yeah, they're like, "Hey, some shit burned his face up." It's yeah. like, "Ain't that a motherfucker?" And yeah, then like, dude's like, "Talk about a deterrent, huh?" Yeah, <laughs> you know. And it's then, like, they, then they throw him in the freezer, and like, I don't know why they're doing an autopsy. It's like. We know how he fucking died. Ha ha ha. Anyway, bye. <laughs> Butt slap. Get some coffee here. Uh, yes. And, and then he wakes up and um, I I don't know. It's your joke. I'm going to let you say it. <laughs> oh, because he's Freddy Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually sounds like a bad knockoff grocery store. Yeah, don't go there. Don't go to. <laughs> hey, come on down to Freddy Kroger's. <laughs> Bring your kids. <laughs> um. So, yeah, he 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 emerges from the freezer and he's right. all burned and deformed and we're like well this is going to be a weird that's some weird crow makeup yeah so he goes over to like the crow is in the room jumping around just you know cawing at him and makes him go over to a mirror like hey check out your (laughs) check out your fucked up face 
So he goes over to the mirror and is like, oh, God, my face. And then starts poltergeisting his face off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then it, it's shit like this that, like, make me feel like this is left over from the Rob Zombie thing. Like, whenever it, it decides to go, like, extra weird, Goopy. gory yeah. body horror shit, I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's all the Rob Zombie it's bullshit. It's very limited, but it does. There are weird chunks of right. face skin and also weird chunks of this movie that are just suddenly like, ew. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he peels his face off and then just magically underneath it. Everyone keeps calling it paint. It's not paint. It's scars. It's scarring on his face yeah, in but, the but shape of the the Harlequin makeup. Yeah. yeah, the general crow. What you think? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like he has his hair. Yes. Like nothing else is particularly weird. He's got you know some burn slash scars around his eyes and yes. mouth like the Harlequin style. Mm-hmm. But nobody recognizes him. It is it is literally using the Superman. <laughs> you know methodology of like oh you have like a tiny raccoon mask on your face i don't know who you are yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's it's hilarious how many times people are like who are you it's like what the fuck (laughs) at least there's nobody like in his band who's worked with him forever and they're just like hey man you're gross you're you got plastic surgery to look like our old dead friend (laughs) right yeah that leap of logic yeah um so yeah He's he's a crow man. Yes, yeah, and he just busts out of prison. Well, he, he well he quickly realizes that he you know he heals because he punches a mirror. Yeah, and he's like, oh my hands are healed. Then like, doesn't he like just stab himself with something just to be like, just to kind of confirm this because like, uh, I, I... not yet. He he watches his hands heal and then the crow and he leave the prison, which causes you know the motion detectors and everything to go off. But then everyone's like, everyone's here. We don't know what's going on, so they just abandon their search. But no, they they follow him up to the like they're like there's a prison break and. They only they only say like everyone's accounted for like after they because like they run up on the roof and he's there and they shoot at him and then he just like jumps down climbs over the razor wire oh, right. watches his hands heal and yeah. then like the warden's like I don't know everyone's accounted for this that's weird yeah so the crow bird leads him to the police station mm-hmm. and he goes into the evidence room and just okay first of all he goes over to. <laughs> Yeah, it's like CO to CR on uh-huh. the on the file folder or the the file cabinet. And he goes to open it and you made the joke saying I was like, yeah, look under crow. Right. He doesn't make that joke, but he does say to the crow, "Sorry, there's no crow folder." Well, he goes, "It's not under crow." Right. But it's he goes, under like, his fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, so they made the joke that I made while watching the movie. Right. I was like, they yeah. responded to your joke. Oh, they did. Yeah. They, uh, hey, just look under crow. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing yeah, under nothing crow. Nothing here under crow. <laughs> um, Can you hear me? <laughs> Maybe is. <laughs> it's kind of funny because the first thing the crow makes him do is is it's just saying, "Come over here and look at this thing." You know, the thing that you stab notes on the the yeah, like the the thing that like why that was ever a thing that I, we thought was a good idea. No in, idea. Um, I don't know how many people died because they had one of those in their office, but Jesus Christ! Just I don't a even giant know what metal would, spike. Yeah, the the metal spike people used to stick like notes it, to. Yeah, so here's they didn't blow I away. answered this phone message. Stab. Yeah, you know? I mean, <laughs> the like, fuck? Like, we had like <laughs> put it in the wastebasket. <laughs> I, no, I, I'm I'm gonna say like you watch like old. You know, French revolutionary movies, Mm -hmm. they had paperweights Mm -hmm. like they literally like would lift something up, do their like quill pen thing, you know, blot it and everything and then put a paperweight back on it. And then someone was like, ah, that's too inefficient. What if we had an upturned spike sitting on the desk on everyone's desk, on everyone's (laughs) desk that you could just, I don't know, accidentally impale yourself with? That seems like a much better plan. Yeah. Anyway, the crow's pecking at that and he's like 
sweet. And then just impales himself on that for no reason. And then brings his hand up and is like, huh, no yeah. injury. Yeah. He also finds the knife that was uh, mm-hmm. the murder weapon, basically. Yeah, because for some reason he gets real angsty and just rips the file cabinet out mm-hmm. and spills the files everywhere. And that's how he defines bits of evidence. And of course, when he picks up the knife, like, you know, he has flashback powers. So, yeah, um, he, you know, the, he. He flashes back to having an argument with his girlfriend in a car. She gets out. A dude like runs over. You see a hand with the scars on it. Drop this knife into his truck. And he's like, the hell? He's like, hey. And then turns the other way. And our favorite thing ever is just punch off screen <laughs> into the frame. Yeah, like the, like the, like someone drops the knife into the passenger seat, yeah. like where she just got out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the hell? And starts to get out of the car. And then it's just punch. Yep. And then he's knocked out with the knife. Right. That's how he got framed. Yeah. So, but the the point of the scene is that he gets like the the witness list mm-hmm. who testified against him, and so now he has the list of names. And I always love that. Like, I guess maybe it's part of the random crow powers, but it's like he always they always start with like the lowest person on the totem pole. Yes. Because like he just goes to this guy who was a character witness, like, exactly. and, and then we saw him like he was just working on a car, yeah. and like kind of watching this argument, and so he goes to see him, and and the guy's like. Look, I saw you arguing and everything. They and then he's like, eventually he's like, yeah, they 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 said they'd give me a job if I just kept saying yes to uh, mm-hmm. you did everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, I guess he's like, well, you don't need to die because you didn't actually really do anything except like take a bribe. Right. To- he does not kill that man. Right. So. But yeah, he's gotten his information. Th- this was basically his pawn shop. Right. He went and talked to that guy who said, yeah, it was these guys. Yeah. Shit on me. Yeah, right. But yeah, like, and every single person he comes up to, he either rips open or, or slices open their sleeve to like see if they have the tattoo. Right. You know, he's looking for the not quite one armed man, but the the one armed man who has shit in it. Pretty- yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> subdermal shit in the it. The one armed man who has shit in it. I mean, he's a two armed man, but one arm has shit under it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. I don't know. Yep. I was trying to make a fugitive thing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, yeah, so he just gets that from this guy, and then it's like, okay, on to the actual crooked cops. He, he basically just hands him that piece of paper, and he's like, he's like, write write down their names. He's like, you already got their names; they're right yeah. here. He also, um, I think maybe even before he went to see this guy, I don't know, because I don't know if he had the knife yet. But he he was hanging out in the uh, cemetery where uh, his dead girlfriend is, and Kirsten Dunst <laughs> comes to visit, and because yeah. there's a whole like weird bullshit, like that's that's what's so strange is like there are. This movie is such a culmination of the first two movies and even a, a, like tiny pieces of the TV series mm-hmm. all put together, stylistically mm-hmm. speaking, mm-hmm. because for one second, it's like, oh, this feels like the first Crow movie. Like, this feels like it might be a real Crow movie. And then it gets goofy like the TV series. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it, it tries to get like, I felt like the second one really leaned into the artsy fartsy goth, like, you know, Michael Bay drapes bullshit it did yeah. you know and so like this one like the statue starts crying blood mm-hmm. and then like he has more flashbacks and then kirsten dunst is like hey who are <laughs> this is like the very first case of like hey who are you right. i'm i'm looking right at your face with your little raccoon mask and i don't know who you are and he's just like i knew your sister i knew everything about her and, he's, and she's like dad who's this guy and then he, of course he crows out you he know, does the yeah. spirit whoosh yeah but so he goes after the first, like, actually crooked cop. Right. And who, this guy is menacing two girls that he's pulled over in a traffic stop. Yeah. For a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, there's a girl passed out in the passenger seat. Her friend was driving her home because this other one passed out. She's the one with the license. Guy shows up, is menacing both of them. Really gross. Uh, and then at one point is out of the car and then goes back to where the passenger side where the girl was passed out, and now it's the crow. Yeah, I mean, it's implied that, like, they're 
16, 15, like one may not have a license, but right. like he's getting gross with her out the, the one who was driving outside the car. And he's like, maybe I'll go mess with your friend mm-hmm. and goes, yeah, goes to the passenger seat where she was. Yeah. And Eric, I keep, I'll keep wanting to say Eric Draven, Alex, Alex Cor- Corvus, Corvus, Eric sitting, Mabius. <laughs> how about the fucking crow sitting there? And yep. he's just like, Hey, what's up? Yep. Um, yeah. And menaces him a bit. And the cop is just like, I'm not putting up with this blam. And, he pretends to, to be wounded by this, and his face is smooshed against the passenger side window. This The gunshot wakes up the girl who was unconscious, and she starts screaming, and he just goes, you're up! <laughs> yeah, and then goes to proceed to fuck him up. Yeah. And then it's just like, you might want to leave, girls, and call 911, because an officer's about to be down. Yeah, just <laughs> tell him officer down. <laughs> so the weird thing about this whole thing, and it's the thing I can't quite figure out if I like or not is that this crow is fucking goofy mm-hmm. like part of it is because the way the scarring is on his mouth just makes it look like he's Bruce Willis smirking all the time mm-hmm. and it's just like I'm jokey crow yeah you know and it's it, it, but also his his one-liners aren't good but they're enthusiastic if that makes sense it's it's like what he's saying is really stupid but it could be cool if you were hit on the head or something or just you know i mean it's just or have never seen a movie right yeah <laughs> i don't know it's it's not quite that it's not quite the the tv show level of eh, put your tray tables in the upright position yeah you know buckle up you know just dumb <laughs> 70s bullshit but i i don't know it it's but he yeah he ends up just turning this guy's gun on himself and makes him shoot him himself in the head yeah. and, I, and i like that again i must ask because he he's like you know they're in the seat like i why these girls were you know the the girl is driving her drunk friend through the seediest part of town of, right. of town metro where yes. the fuck they are but like they're literally like in the warehouse district it's always the warehouse district yeah. like whenever you're driving someone home you get lost in the warehouse yeah. districts like, so, like get on the fucking freeway he's fighting him like on the like the loading dock thing mm-hmm. and like shoot me you, know, you know turns the gun on and makes him shoot himself like through the mouth in the back of the head yeah. onto his own cop car yes and then we see later that like the spray pattern is literally of the blood is the crow symbol mm-hmm. on the car. And it's like, again, I must ask, did he stop and <laughs> take the brains and everything and form them into the crow? Or did it's just like magical crow powers is like blam blood spray crow pattern. Yeah. I, th- I yeah. think the, I think it just artistically did that. Sure. On its own. Yeah. Cause also when they go to in- investigate the uh, evidence uh, lockup at the police station or, no, I guess it was the morgue where he woke up and punched the mirror. Yeah. Um, but like the... They, the yeah, the, when they go look at there later. Yeah, the mirror that he punched is also crow-shaped. Yeah. But. And eventually his witness list on the other side of the piece of paper is bloody crow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like other cops are like, yep, that guy died. Um, so we should probably watch out now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then so he goes and menaces the next guy on the list um, who has a Corvette. Mm-hmm. And he's the flashy guy of the group. Um, and this is probably the like one true action scene of the film and also one of the weirdest things in the movie. Yeah. Um, well, both both because like I, I, I want to say because there, there was a point. I, again, we're kind of forgetting the order that things happen. But what I was saying about this being like a blending of all the crows mm-hmm. is occasionally from time to time. It has that dark kind of. I can't explain it, but like there, there is a look to the first Crow movie. Like I know the, I know the video transition stuff is real bad looking now. Yeah. But like the actual like holding a camera still filmed parts have a very cool gothic 
you know, grungy vibe to them that I actually really like. Mm-hmm. It's all it's whenever it's moving and it, and it re- relies on bad uh, digital transitioning and green screening and stuff is like when the ba- when first movie looks bad. But yeah, Alex Proyas, when he like sets the camera down films, you know, has a good look to his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it's it's weird because like there were moments in this where that lo- this looks really good. And then the next second, it looks like it's shot on a hand, uh, Sony Handycam right. of the time. Yeah. So you have this action sequence happening with the Corvette and everything where it's like there's like crazy stuff happening and cars flipping and exploding and stuff. But like this movie just looks cheap as shit. And yeah. and the soundtrack is also weird because it's like, wait, I recognize that. I recognize this person. There's Tricky on the soundtrack. There's Rob Zombie. Like, you know, there's things that you shouldn't have on a on the third directed video sequel of a movie. Yeah. Um. But anyway, back to the thing. He's like. Well, and also the we're back to a uh, a model city mm-hmm. like the city is a, a model and it's it's weird because there are some moments in this where it actually they use it to great advantage. Like there's one thing late in the film where the crow is just going somewhere and this this camera is just speeding through this little tiny model city and it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so he's he's driving this dude's car. He has stabbed him. Through the hand, he brought out the knife and, and he realized as when he touched the dude or whatever that this dude is the one who stabbed his girlfriend 53 times or whatever. Like, this is the dude. Like, this mm-hmm. is the main bad guy of the four, really. Um, so he stabs him through the hand, which is also in his thigh. So he's kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know why suddenly cops are everywhere, uh, but they are. Mm-hmm. And so this leads to, you know, stunt spectacular cars exploding uh he drives the corvette into the side of a bus which prompts both of them to fly out the windshield across the crow can't get hurt so he's okay mm-hmm. um he'd also um press the cigarette lighter yes like uh, before the crash he did yeah so when the car came to a, a stop uh the cigarette lighter pops out and so when the crow gets out he reaches and pulls out the cigarette lighter the other two cops have shown up uh and he's just like he's just holding the cigarette lighter and just drops it because the car is leaking you know fluids and the car catches on fire and starts exploding. Now, a helicopter joined in on the the stunt spectacular. A low, like low stunt flying helicopter is joined in. Yeah, and so the helicopter is hovering right above this car. So when this car goes up, it explodes into just the worst looking CG helicopter thing I've ever seen. But also kind of like, yeah, all right, <laughs> that's all right. And then like these other cop cars start exploding, and you and I were both like. Wait, all these just officers are dead? Like, he's killed, like, 20 cops? Yeah. Are they all evil? Or, I mean, this is the first time, like, the crow is just murdering people. Right. Just flat out, just like, you will die. Get out of my way. Yeah. Like, it's always been very targeted, like, hitman style. Like, yeah. Like, you must face justice. But yeah. now it's just like, you you blow up <laughs> badass stunt pilot cop and some other random officers. Because, like, Walton Goggins and the other dude yeah. are just standing there. And I don't know why they don't shoot at him. Like, it's really weird. Like, they're just like... Hey, a go officer, yeah. you know, uniformed officers just go. And yeah, they they pull up and yeah, big giant explosion and then of course he's able to disappear because you he's know, the crow. He's the crow. Right. But yeah, uh, this this whole stunt. I mean, this is like one of those low flying helicopter stunts that like, you know, there's smoke and stuff from all these random explosions that you get that cool yeah. helicopter going through the smoke, yeah. you know, like sideways tornado that thing. Just apocalypse now thing yeah. you always think of where it's just like, fuck, yeah, that lo- I don't know why it does that, but it looks fucking rad. Well, because, you know, I mean, well, I know why it does it, oh. but I'm just well, because it's the two rotors are going two different. All right. It looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah. But that happens a couple times. And yeah. Then, yeah. And then it blows up. Yeah. 
And this is kind of where, up until this point, Walton Goggins has not really said anything out loud. He's he's muttered to other people, but hasn't had like a line of dialogue. Mm-hmm. He's now the remaining big bad, basically, because this other cop who gives a shit. Right. Um, they go and talk to the first guy, the the guy who was just the witness, right. to get information from him. And holy god this this it's a it's a weird hard cut because he's 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 grilling this guy like where do you get the names you know what did you tell him yeah blah 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 and it's it's a it's an odd cut because at first i was like the fuck because it's you know it's your typical like bad guys menacing the you know not so bad guy Mm -hmm. just like what did you tell him and everything hard cut over to a baby laying in a crib just crying its damn head off yep and we're like well this is a weird transition and it Turns out it's like it's this guy's baby, his wife, girlfriend, whatever yeah. is there. <laughs> I can't even say it. Walton Goggins, he it's like he's not going to say it, but then he says it and it's it's he stumbles over it for a second and he just says just kind of annoyed, just like, can can you turn that baby down? <laughs> yeah. I believe I with believe all sincerity. <laughs> I, th- I thought he said. Uh, I, I thought there was a fucking in there. Like, can you turn that? I thought it was even funnier. Like, can you turn that fucking baby down? <laughs> Probably yes. But just the <laughs> just asking him to turn it down. <laughs> we laughed for a good thirty seconds. Then. Yeah. Um, they eventually throw this guy out the window and murder his girlfriend. To which you and I were like, "Well, this guy's going to be a crow, right? He didn't do anything." And that, you know, he got thrown out of out of a big window mm-hmm. to his death, and they murdered his girlfriend. This guy needs to pop back up in the third act and be like, "Don't worry, crow buddy, I got this. Yeah. I'm here with you." Why? Yeah, I think I feel like it's time. By the third movie, <laughs> it is time to have more than one crow. Yeah, it's uh, when the yes the crow league fart forms or whatever. You know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like crow four, yeah. a, a murder therein. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, seriously, like the the by the third or fourth movie, it is time for a murder of crows. I, yeah, like that is. Yeah, it's, it's, no one had the the thought process to to do that. I, but you know what? People keep wanting to make more crow movies. Mm. I'm going to tell you like what what the world needs. I'm going to write you the the crow five or something now. Sure. Um, yes, because if if the crows have happened forever, I'm going to say that we have uh, it's time period piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just say that like. Let's say a, a a a squad in World War II gets unjustly murdered. Okay, and uh, they have to crow out and murder some Nazis. Okay, I'm in. I'd watch the fuck out of that. Movie. I'm so ready yeah. for that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah, and, and it's called a murder of crows. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at some point, ooh, ooh, even better. Ooh. At some point, <laughs> they fuck with like the the Nazi eagle and turn it into a crow. Okay. Like yeah, they're just like. That's like like the calling card. Everywhere they go, they like fuck with the the black eagle and just Perfect. like it's a it's a crow now. I'm ready. Yeah, let's fucking make this. All right. <laughs> so you got to think outside the box, yeah. people. Stop with this. My girlfriend got murdered. Yeah. Now I got to do oh, something about it. There's four bad guys and a, and a bigger bad <laughs> that I probably would have got away if you hadn't <laughs> fuck with the person who's still alive. Yeah, it's literally the same plot that happens in this one. But anyway, yeah. Um, so okay, the rest of this is just hot bullshit and can mm-hmm. be condensed pretty quickly. So there's this strip club called the Key Club? Yeah. So it's... It, it was the strip club we kind of saw earlier. Yeah, we saw it we, earlier. I don't know... I I know why they established it, but it seems like a weird thing to establish for five straight minutes to only really pay off in one little bit. But mm-hmm. 
they they establish early on that they're doing you know two thousands version of web streaming of this place, which is just one frame every thirty seconds. I I love that computer, <laughs> the the made up bullshit graphic they have because it's like when you when you think about like uh, I would say like Windows three point one interface mm, really I mm. mean it's like it's it's like the pre Windows ninety five interface yeah. maybe early ninety five yeah, when when they hadn't quite switched over to something funnier um, but like they had you know like the like one eighth of the screen is showing you what they're filming mm-hmm. at, again like you said at like one frame per second and then everything over on the right is the hottest of bullshit it's got a watch counter yeah. that's happening and and this this shithole like perv club in in the year 2000 when nobody had internet worth a damn mm-hmm. was somehow streaming like 1.2 million people yeah but when you look at the buttons down below there's like there's actually one that says modems mm-hmm. and it's like the fuck button does that <laughs> what does that do that does nothing yeah like anyway i i just there was one that just very clearly said edit html yeah edit which, HTML. Like, yeah. really yeah this is, seems like the interface you would start to edit your html yeah like, but yeah like for people that love like bad like poorly thought out fake ui in movies that this one's beautiful yes so okay kirsten dunce has found out that her the uh, the crow took the registration out of the corvette dude's car mm-hmm. took it to kirsten dunce and said look your dad is yeah, involved in somehow this. Is somehow involved in this, yeah. so she's now convinced her dad is involved whatever um uh the crow's lawyer is is also like yeah he's doing research to figure it out but look we we know where it's all going yeah William, that, that, William that, Atherton is like a sub bad guy and Fred Ward is going to be the main bad guy. Right. We just know this. So the crow goes to the strip club to find the other two cops. Goes upstairs, touches the no access sign, gets a flash of, oh, my girlfriend was here. What's that all about? So he keeps touching things until he gets the whole story, which is she came here. We never know why she went there, but she went there, went upstairs, walked in. Walton Goggins and crew are murdering some dude. They got in a chair and they're like, it's the boss's daughter get her you know and so that's the whole thing that's mm-hmm. what the whole thing was about that's why she ended up dead yep so he walks upstairs and it's just like light flips on and there's just a, a dozen cops there and they're just like get him and so they shoot the crow a bunch of times and of course it doesn't mean anything and also he has jumped up into the rafters because like after the smoke clears they're like where is he and he's he, batman's down uh or no before he, he no he doesn't batman down yeah. first he just he takes like a piece of pipe and spears it through Walton Goggins, just throws it right down there. And then you're waiting for some, he's obviously going to say one of his dumb, cool lines. He just goes, cheers. <laughs> and well, and it, scurries it was, off in the rafters. You're like, the, what? <laughs> um, it was a bar, Chuck. That, no. <laughs> it was a bar. It really wasn't a bar. It was a bar. You mean the piece was a bar? Yeah, it was the bar, and he said, cheers. Because it's a bar. That's a, that's a thinker. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I so. No, I just. <laughs> I don't think so. Just if fun. that's actually what they meant, fine. But <laughs> like when he said it, you're just like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> what does that mean? But anyway, uh, yeah. So he, he jumps down and looks at Walton Goggins' arm and is just like, he doesn't have it either. Um, I. He just okay. So at one point, he's got dual pistols mm-hmm. and there's a row of like nine cops well yeah it, it, i think the the light switch was this reveal because like he he busted in and like i don't know pipe murdered walton goggins yeah and then like kind of jumped down and like took two guns yeah i was just kind of standing there like i'm gonna murder the rest of you and then like lights flip on and there's like 12 cops in a row and he's like ambush yeah and but 
so what what he ends up doing is like he uses like he shoots the two dudes on the end and then shoots the two next dudes and then the two next dudes and then there's one guy left in the middle and he just goes and punches him in the face mm-hmm. like I don't understand why that dude only got to get punched in the face while all these other cops died <laughs> I mean he probably punched him with crow power so oh, that he's dead okay. I don't know oh, that, yeah I don't know. Um, at some point, uh, Fred Ward has gone to William Atherton and has just been like, eh, they know. Everyone knows. So we got to yeah, kill He's just like, we, we're not friends since you murdered my daughter. And yeah. He's like, ah, whatever. Yeah. So he, William Atherton ends up dead in a bathtub and Kirsten Dunst finds him. Well, she also like, she did the, like, hey, you're not my dad, dad. And ran yeah. away to him for a little while and then ran back and yeah, found him, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a, in a quote unquote suicide in the bathtub right but it's not because they no. and then she just immediately runs back like they killed him eh. yeah and then fred ward shows up and is just like i gotta tell you something about your dad and she's like i know here's the gun and he's like yeah it was a gun and she's like how'd you know it was a gun i have the gun <laughs> and he uh <sighs> yeah they they kidnapped kirsten Dunst. yeah because that's how you you know yep so okay oh yeah he find well so they they planted an arm the the uh the tattoo the scarred arm the tattoo whatever because like at some point the crow is like well i guess my work here is done because mm-hmm. I, I don't even remember how the hell that happened but. so the he's he's fighting with the last dude mm-hmm. um something about they hit a gas main there's another cop who shoots a shotgun at them and for some reason there's a weird cg coming at you with all of the the, <laughs> the, yeah, the- shells yeah boat, whatever so and this causes a huge huge explosion the whole bar explodes the crows basically the only one who survives this building and mm-hmm. outside there's a severed arm with the things on it and he's like huh okay yeah my work here's done yeah so and like i mean it's weird because like he sees that and he's just like oh man my work here's done and like immediately starts losing crow powers this is fucking stupid because fred ward has predicted this because he did some reading about this kind of phenomenon he has basically tricked the crow powers to leave this dude mm-hmm. by putting a fake arm there. Like, the crow powers fell for a stunt. They fell for a ruse. Mm-hmm. How does... What? <laughs> it's an illusion, Michael. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, they've murdered his lawyer, and eventually they find out it was the lawyer's arm that they planted out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, by the way, that guy was like the... Dude from Murphy Brown. Yeah. Like, if you, when you see the movie, you're like, who's that? I totally recognize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, a little bit more about Fred Ward. Fred Ward is like, they work in this just shithole police station that looks like it's crumbling. He has this, I don't know what the hell she is, secretary, minion. Again, it's just, it's like they have a blueprint and yeah. it's like someone comes along and goes, what if we did this? And then someone's like, well, we still have to use the crow blueprint. Right. So no matter what the location and how little it makes sense, we still have to do this because she's not Asian, which breaks the blueprint a little bit. But it's sure. like this weird, like, un, just indescribable lady with weirdness about her. Yeah. She's just, you know, she's ha- really into the bad guy. Just hair in the bun, you know, like and into kinky bullshit. Yeah. yeah I'm saying like, you know, like, yes. The, the toit bun, you know, like where <laughs> she's just like, I'm into gross shit. And uh-huh. yeah, and it's like, so they, he's got her like sitting outside like it's a, like she's a secretary. And then I, I mean, we only find out a little bit later, but like he's got a magical murder room yeah. like inside the police station. Like he, he rips down the American flag and like there's a se- secret door into like his taxidermy torture room. Yes. And it's like, OK, first off. 
how does nobody go? I mean, how do cops, a building full of cops and detectives, mm-hmm. nobody goes, why is there a missing space here? Yeah. Like, they do this in movies all the time. Like, yeah. wait, there's this building is bigger. There should be something here. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, like, yeah, we go in there and we see that, like, they have Kirsten Dunst and they... Well, the crow's shown up at his office oh. in his, like, uh, the crow powers are leaving me because you tricked me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I have the knife. And Fred Ward's like, yeah, you got the knife. I'm going to stab you 53 times with it and show you this fake photo that we've made. And it's just going to be like, remember, you killed her. You killed her. See here. Here's you holding the knife. You killed her. And it's a legit photo of it. I thought they were just fucking with his brain mm-hmm. by just telling him that's what he saw. It's an actual photo of this. I don't know how they got it or made it or whatever. They fucking superimposed it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he's <laughs> but like so he stabs the crow 53 times and is just like, all right, crow's dead. And this other cop, I don't quite know in the hierarchy of cops where this other guy is sweater cop comes in and is just like hey good good fake picture boss and he's like yep rip 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 and i'm like that was a real picture that whole thing was a r- what the you shit? know who, you know who he was he was the photocop <laughs> <laughs> adobe photocop <laughs> get out uh, so anyway they drag the crow into the taxidermy room and yeah, they've they've this is where they've been keeping kidnapped Kirsten Dunst, and you're like, well, why have they found kidnapped Kirsten Dunst? Because again, Rob Zombie bullshit. They have sewn <laughs> they have sewn her mouth shut. Yeah, like yes, and weird freaky lady is in there painting her toenails mm-hmm. black just for fun. Like, hey, I've got you tied up here. Might as well just paint your toenails. Yeah. Good times. I see her toenails, and I want to paint them black. <laughs> so. The crow is here, and also the crow bird is here, uh-huh. and the crow bird starts flying around, and everyone's like, oh my god, a crow! Also, before this, the mm-hmm. crow bird periodically f- just flies off into space? Yes. Like, literally, like, flies up into the stars and disappears, like it has folded space. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. Like, it, I I guess maybe the first time it's happened is, like, when the crow powers are like, ah, work here's done. You know, and so like it 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 zoinks back into reality because it's like, hey, whoops, not they faked it, they they pulled a fast one on us. Uh huh. Um, because yeah, he comes back in and it, it just becomes like this fumbling around. Gotta gotta get this get this bird out here. You know, there's a bird in the office. You know, it's that kind of <laughs> chaos of just like get a broom, get the thing. But despite her being tied up, Kirsten Dunst has like there was a whole thing where like both sisters had this locket. Mm-hmm. And she was like, gonna like throw her locket away, and 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 he's like, no, keep the locket. It'll keep you keep you connected to her and to me. Mm-hmm. So she ha- she dangles the locket somehow. She has it in her hand, I guess, because mm-hmm. she's like, you know, classic like tied up, arms above the head style. Yeah. Um, gives it to the crow. The crow flies across the room, drops the locket right by by his head, mm-hmm. and then it's like, I guess that's enough to like crow powers are wake back. back him, wake him back up. Yeah, I guess. He's up now. <laughs> but then the weirdest shit happens <laughs> because, like, they're all like, get the crow. And so, like, sweater cop, the, the photocop, <laughs> he, photocop, he, like, almost shoots the weird lady at trying to shoot the crow. Mm-hmm. Then it looks like he shoots the crow because the crow's like, ah, fuck, I'm dead. And, like, falls over. <laughs> it, and and yes. then they're like, yay, we got the crow. Right. And then he, you know, uh, the crow guy is like blinks his eyes and it's like, oh, he's, he's back. Crow powers are kicked in. And then the crow's like, ha ha, thank you out. <laughs> yeah. Which actually, they, they do kind of make the noise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yes. Yeah. He's just like, faked you out. I'm not actually shot. And then just flies he, up and. He pushes that 
he pushes Photocop into like a mirror or something, and that ju- dude is just dead. Like, mm-hmm. there's no real explanation as to why, but that dude's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, Fred Ward basically is like, oh, when he realizes like he's waking up, he he quickly cuts down Kirsten Dunst. Is like, fuck this, I'm out, and takes her to like some secret elevator. Yeah, um, but she managed to grab a scalpel while mm-hmm. he was like cutting her free. Mm-hmm. Um, so crow guy wakes up takes freaky lady and literally chucks her across the room yes into a taxidermy deer head uh you know and you know of course we know how that all you know uh, stick around <laughs> a, a, a gory death uh-huh uh-huh um yeah but yeah so kirsten dunce like is like stabs fred ward in the chest with the scalpel uh, and then runs away no hang no? on because right, okay. uh, they get into a car and drive off and the crow uh, ex- I, th- I thought start- you did that in the parking lot of no, the no, police no. station no the the so they get in the car to drive away. The crow is about to exit the room where some regular cops come in and go, holy Jesus, it's the devil or something and start shooting at him. He's just like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, none of these cops are like, huh? <laughs> Why does our captain have a taxidermy murder room? Photocop does. Photocop at least says, this is some fucked up shit. What is this? <laughs> but all these other guys walk in and are just like, well, this is weird. Let's just... I, they're probably more freaked out by the, the weird floating crow man who is about to burst out of a window. I don't know. It's the crow. <laughs> I'm telling you, she, she she stabbed him in the in the, in the the elevator in the, the, the parking garage of the police station because she was hiding between cop cars. Because, like... Oh, right. Yeah, he, he didn't yeah. have her yet. Yeah. So, like, he, she... St- that, that allowed her to get away just long enough that she snuck around and cut She's, her own... She scalpeled the, the stitches off. off yes. And then ripped the rest of them out. So, for the rest of the movie, she has, like, 20 dots around her mouth. And mm-hmm. it looks really stupid. Mm-hmm. I, I understand why they're there. But, like, you realize, like, they couldn't use any footage from the last 15 minutes of this in a trailer because people go, what the fuck? What is, what's wrong with her mouth? Well, so, I mean, that's actually probably pretty good because you really don't want to use footage from the last 15 minutes of a movie in yeah, a trailer. you'd be surprised how many times. I know, I know. Just <laughs> yeah. saying, you don't want to. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so she's running around, Fred Ward. Oh, she... Fred Ward comes up on her with a gun, and then he just stands there while she goes, scalpels the arm, yeah. grabs his gun, shoots him kind of in the ear. Kind of. And then he's just like, yeah, one in the chamber, that's it. You're that's all you now. get. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that was dumb. Fuck. <laughs> you were real dumb. Uh, but they yeah. get into a car, drive off. Yeah. This is where he's like standing up on the rafters mm-hmm. by this. Again, they have a weird gothic clock, like one of those, like you can see the clock face from the inside yep. on the side of their fucking police precinct mm-hmm. inside the magical taxidermy murder room. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, I'm going to defend straight out of the clock. Yep. And boy f- floats down like Jesus. He Jesus is down onto this car. Like, like literally like crucifix style pose, which, by the way, he's been wearing one the entire movie. Well. I so I like this because yeah. like each time he kills one of the dudes he takes something with him so mm-hmm. he, he took like a cross he took a badge no, the cross was like from the very beginning like they they actually left that on his body while he was getting fried oh, oh okay. like he had that from the very beginning good idea yeah um, so but he took a badge he took mm-hmm. a fancy guys fancy coat yep um, so yeah, yeah. anyway uh, but yeah he just yeah he Jesus floats down to the car yeah um, I don't remember how he he gets Fred Ward because they just they take Fred Ward to the yeah, I was gonna say don't they just like it just kind of cuts to like they're back in the prison and he's like strapping Fred Ward into the electric chair he's they he got him at some point and they have they got the drop on him and they take him into the and they strap him into the electric chair like break into the prison yeah everything's fine sure everything's fine uh 
Yeah, so he's in the electric chair, and they're just like, we're going to kill you. Any last words? And they, they open up the mask, and Fred Ward says exactly what you think he would say. He goes, fuck you. And they're just like, no, that's not. <laughs> well, no. they pause for a second. They're like, that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I kind of like. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, meanwhile, like Kirsten Dunst is like moseying on into the executioner's room mm-hmm. to, to grab the switch, and yep. then, yeah, they, they fry him, and he literally catches on fire at one point. Yep. His whole head catches on fire. The little things in his arm burst, and, and blood spews out of him. This is more, this is like, oh, Rob Zombie grossness is here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then they just, they're outside, and it's daytime. Yep. It's one of those shots where it's like, it's daytime. And he's like, don't forget me. And she's like, what? What do you mean? Where are you going? And just like blinks or looks down or something, and just he's gone. Mm-hmm. And then she just walks through her graveyard and is just like, I will always remember Well, I think my... it's his grave and it's sure. like she leaves. I think she leaves the locket on there. She does. The she grave. leaves the locket on there and then she's just like, I will always remember my time with the crow. And yep. and man, I'm all get, the cops I'm in the town get, died. <laughs> I'm going to get busy living and so I get getting busy dying. Uh-huh. Yeah. As Alex always said. <laughs> this is a weird fucking movie. It is, yeah. It's so weird. Uh, like on one hand, I feel like this is the most cohesive. Fuck! I totally forgot a joke I wanted to make. <laughs> Drop it in. Ah, uh, when when uh, when she throws the switch on on uh, Fred Ward. Uh huh. I was gonna. Say, she gave him fifty thousand Mary Jane Watts son. <laughs> All right, I'll allow. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so on one hand, I feel like this is the most cohesive plot the crow has ever told uh-huh but i think part of that is only because i've seen this three times now four times now oh yeah you've got the you've got the blueprint and so i understand exactly what's happening at every moment because that's all these fucking movies are mm-hmm. but also i like the goofy quippy crow guy but even though he's completely wrong for this character oh absolutely this dude is like this dude looks like a fucking goofball. Yeah, I mean, it's like Jim from The Office is mm-hmm. the crow. It's like this, like nothing about you seems like even the glimpses we get of him before the crow. It, not like at least Eric Draven had his guitar and other guy. I don't even fucking know what he he, he, had, was, he was a mechanic, <laughs> French Spanish. Yes, sexy he was guy. He was weird European voice man. Like this guy is. I mean. <laughs> This guy, A, I have no idea. I don't know a goddamn thing about what he did other than everyone was like, you're a scumbag and you're dating this hot girl who's like rich. Yeah, people did not like him beforehand. And they were like, yeah, obviously you killed him. You were a scumbag before. So yeah, he just has a beat up truck. And we know that he's dating the fucking prom queen from she's all that. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like it's like, okay. Yeah. Man, I don't know. It's. It's the goofiest of the crow movies. It's kind of the most watchable of the crow movies it's like it doesn't have it doesn't have that problem that the first one has which is just like oh remember 1994 mm-hmm. the second one is unwatchable because it fucking sucks mm-hmm. the tv show is fine except that it just looks like it's filmed in, filmed in toronto during the day this legit feels kind of okay um fuck it i'm giving it two jocks it you should watch this movie it's it's got enough in it to where you're like, yeah, this is this is good bad. This is entertainingly bad. It it's bad. Don't get me wrong. It is it is I would never say, boy, you should get to that third crow movie. It's real good. It's not real good. But it's got more stuff in it that I will remember than anything else. Yeah. I yeah. 
That's Ag- all. Yeah. Agreed. Um, <laughs> same rating, actually. I, okay. Like, it's just, it's. It has no right to be as watchable as it is. Like the, I will say, this is the one Crow movie I had never seen. Or, yeah. You know, like, well, I'd never seen any of the TV series, but I saw the first one a bunch of times way back in the day. Mm-hmm. I think I saw the second one once and was like, Haha, that's terrible. <laughs> um, and then I saw the, the Edward Furlong one one night just because I was like, oh, dear God, the this, this exists mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i just somehow skipped this one and this is the one you probably shouldn't skip like, yeah strangely it's not good but it's it's not good in a fun way it, yeah it's it's watchable i the thing is though is that i don't know if it's one of those things that benefits from having sat through the other oh, ones probably like I, I don't know why you would skip to this one yeah i know but it's it, i i also wonder if it benefits from the second one like the transformers thing where the second one is just fucking dog shit mm-hmm. and you just get to this one and you can't help but go yeah, yeah that's well, better than that better yeah yeah um so yeah i mean like the second one is just insufferable and boring like you just want to bash your head on the table as it just like scenes just go on and on and on. You're just like, this is pretentious bullshit. Mm-hmm. Nothing in this movie feels like pretentious bullshit. It just feels like a mishmash of ideas slapped on top of the existing clo- uh, crow blueprint with some random jokes that work. Yeah. You know, I mean, pff, hey, w- there's nothing wrong with that. So, yeah. I mean, the second one is so boring that it, it prompted me to go on a goth rant for <laughs> yeah. however long I did. I remember. But yeah, I'm. This one doesn't make me feel like doing that. This no. is just like, haha, yeah, goths are silly, and this movie knows it. And and this really, the movie movie really like, isn't, it's isn't not, about that. Yeah, it's not even like super gothy either. Like it does, like there's there's a couple of extended like, man, we're trying to be fancy, but this looks like again like it's like it's shot on a Sony Handycam because there's there's a Michael Bay spinny kiss camera thing <laughs> yeah. for way too long at one point in time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like. I don't know this 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 movie's so bizarre because like I said it's it's like a mishmash of so many styles. I think though another thing this movie kind of does to its credit, even though it's stupid and doesn't make sense, is that like the first couple of crow movies, you just you have this world where you're like, who the fuck lives in this world? Why is there one hot dog stand? Like, what is the economy of this place? Mm-hmm. This movie is just there are cops and they're all terrible, and that's it. That's all you know. There's no. There's no people in this town. There's there's nothing. There's there's just the evil cops and the crow. <laughs> so I know um, because I, I know some of our listeners, uh, maybe one in particular, went far down the crow uh, oh, rabbit yeah. hole, right. um, And stuff. Mm-hmm. And here's the, here's a question I have to ask because, and and I don't want to like make it sound like, you know, I'm trying to put modern day sensibilities on crow bullshit, but okay given the powers of the universe to resurrect a wronged person. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think it does happen at some point in the comics. Um, why the fuck don't they just crow up the person who's raped and murdered? Like, let, yes. let the lady who's wronged avenge herself. Yes. Like, I mean, I, I, I the whole like comic book fridging and all this stuff. It's like, you know, it's it seems especially dumb because you've established these rules. Like it's it's one thing when it's Superman's girlfriend, and yeah, she's just a person. Right. She doesn't have Kryptonian Super- strength. Exactly. But given the rules of the crowing, why not the victim themselves become the crow mm-hmm. and fucking vigilante themselves? Like yep. I mean, that, that makes no sense. Like yep. it's just like you're applying old school comic logic of well, obviously the guys are the superheroes and the ladies are the damsels. 
this there's no reason for it in crow world you could give these ladies the same dumb crow powers and they would be equally as believable because exactly. who knows what the powers are right. and they can just do whatever so it, it's all made up bullshit yeah, anyway. that's what i mean and it sounds like i and again i don't know the plot of but there is a lady crow storyline somewhere in the comic books you well know. i want to say that the tv show eventually evolved into she comes back also and okay. they, they both they both crow. Cre- yeah but like the TV show was the worst example of it because that thing starts with them on the rainbow bridge or whatever. And it's just like, yeah. here we are in paradise. No, you have to go back. I have to wait here for you. You have to go of it. And it's like, no, why? Why? Mm-hmm. We're here. We're together. Not, that's not going to change. So why do I have to go back and do a thing? Come on. Yeah. So but yes, I, I was thinking that from the first movie. I was just like, why, oh, sure. why does this have to be the dude? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, the dude got wronged also, but the, the lady gets wronged extra bad. And and I feel like you you were. I feel like you could have done something more interesting because you have the carryover character of Sarah from the first crow to the second crow, mm-hmm. and like, why not have instead of like her just becoming some weird gothy artist, like have it be her. Well, I'm saying like, why didn't she dedicate her her life? Like, okay, you at at ten or eleven, twelve, whatever the hell she was in the first one, you you've witnessed this weird miraculous thing, mm-hmm. and then you're just like. Well, that was cool, and I, I guess it's cool that I got to see my friend, like you know, my dead friend, a year later, and justice was served. But like, oh well, I guess I'm just going to go be a tattoo artist and stuff. But, like, why not? Like, if some sh- weird shit like that happened to me, I would probably dedicate myself. Like, mm-hmm. I would be the Jamie Lee Curtis in Modern Halloween. Like, from that time that that happened till now, I've done nothing but prepare and yeah. try to understand and do everything about crow shit. You know, <laughs> like, yep. like something that weird happens in your life you are like dedicating your life to understanding it yeah you know and it's like you could have done something where it's like a i brought back Aaron draven and his or maybe not because like you know the without knowing anymore because they don't bother to explain it like i assume when justice is righted they are allowed to go to the good place yes, you know, like you, you know like yeah but you know so maybe you don't want to bring them back but like why not just like why does she become even if she doesn't become crow power like go from place to place facilitating the writing of the wrongs yeah you know like she could have been some kind of like you know like i, I don't know i'm just trying to think like like a like a, a master seer guide person like sure look you know like i'm gonna be like i know i just brought you back or i helped bring you back uh let me explain to you how this is gonna work yeah just be a ghostly yeah. mr miyagi just right, like exactly I know how all this works. I'm here to tell you exactly what's going to happen. Sure. I just it's it, it's frustrating because I feel like at the bones of this there is maybe a good, you know, back from the grave uh, revenge sure. justice thing that could happen. Yeah. Ghost Rider Jonah Hex thing. But like well, have it to where like if if you insist on having the dude be the one who's going to be the crow, have the girlfriend or wife or whatever come back and slowly be like I can return to a physical form and finally, you know, like, like Lady Hawk, mm-hmm. you know, just you're building towards that moment where I can finally touch you again. Right. You know, it's like you're ghostly, but the closer we get to avenging this, the closer you and I can be together and you get that moment where he can finally like he's been trying to touch her the whole time and mm-hmm. just waving, <laughs> just going through her and everything. Um, so the end of Ghost is what you're saying. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I mean, any one of these could have been a Lady Crow and it, it, it you know. I'm not saying it would have been good, but it it felt like they could have done it at any point trying to make one of these movies and given it a shot. Holt, if they tried to do it now, 
fucking hell it would be a just a goddamn cultural shit show of oh sure you're ruining all the man things you know and it, even though it's a good idea and it's exactly what if you're going to reboot the crow at this point what you should do unless, since you can't unless get unless aquaman do the uh, nazi killing crows I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yes. I would watch that yes if you if you if you want to go completely outside the box do the nazi killing crow and then i would totally throw a female in that unit just to fuck with them sure like even better. But hey, they go. They wait. We could bring back uh, what's his face, and it could be the French Resistance that gets murdered by the Nazis. So okay. it doesn't even have to be like you know. Oh, we always like you know American or British soldiers like <laughs> thing where it's just a bunch of dudes. Right. French Resistance had ladies. It Fucking did? deal with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there were badass French lady Resistance fighters, and I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. None of these things will ever happen. Of course but, not. But but they should. This actually, this would have been a good one. Like you know. Fry Alex Corvus, lady comes back to avenge him and her and everything else. Like this would have been a good one. Like mm-hmm. start the movie like you did, but you know, like she's gonna get come back and get revenged for uh, you know her yeah. singed boyfriend. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And herself. I, I guess this would be one of the things on our list of time travel. We go back and fix the Crow franchise after five or six other things first, but sure. uh, it later on in our time travel adventures, like somewhere in the third season. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to go fix the crow? <laughs> <laughs> well, we killed Hitler, so let's go kill. I actually, I mean, that's going to kind of fuck up our crow uh, plot for the one. But, I guess uh, it would. Yeah. Ah, uh, small price to pay. That's, yeah. There have been plenty of assholes yeah, since. <laughs> don't really need to see that movie that much. Yeah. Much rather kill yeah. Hitler. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. So, uh, thank you guys for uh, being patrons, voting for this episode. Finally. <laughs> Uh, we got one crow to go <laughs> yeah, thank, man I can't wait to get to Jimmy Cuervo or whatever the fuck that's <laughs> such a good name it's so dumb oh. oh my god that movie better be a fucking comedy crow's gone wild <laughs> like, hey, hey, it's crow, crow's gone wild and I'm, I'm Jimmy Cuervo Jimmy Cuervo let's whip him out you know fucking eh. body shot oh god I hope he's the villain in that <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's just <laughs> the entirety of society is being like, no, fuck you, Crow. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks. Um, it was, I'm glad we got to watch this. Uh, if you are a member of our Patreon, you get to vote each and every week on what movie we watch for extra, and we appreciate that. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. If you want that privilege, if you want that right, if you want um, to be able to hear these shows when they're relevant, go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. Throw a dollar or more into the thing where the money goes and uh, you get all this mm-hmm. and more mm-hmm. uh, programming note. We will not have an episode next week. We have business. We will be busy with business and be unable to podcast next week. Well, in that case, it might be two weeks if we don't do one. It's in. going to be two weeks because we have two weeks of business. <laughs> well, I'm saying unless you, feel right, like, unless you feel like doing one during the week this week. We, we, Okay. There's going to be a upcoming week in the next week or two where there is not a new episode. Yeah, okay. We each have some various things to to accomplish, but we will try we'll try to get some content out. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll figure something out. Um so if you're just listening to this on the regular feed, none of this conversation matters yeah, to you. Exactly. So anyway, uh we'll keep you posted. Uh but until the next episode, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra Happening.